Podcast. I'm everyone's favorite Carolina fan, Corey hey. Webster here. Uh, <laughs> with me, as always, is the infamous Jacob Rose. Thank you, sir. I know I think Jeeves and Cheeks might fight you for that statement. Uh, I, I think fair I can take them. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fighting words. Starting off, I like it. Yeah, and, and we're going, you know, we always try to make the opening song kind of, you know, dive in. Maybe a little something right. to, to relate little to the podcast. So, the reason I chose that song was if, if the Oscars were Sunday... That song was up for best original song in the movie Trolls. It did yeah. not win because it lost out to La La Land. That's the one that La La Land actually won Which that actually one. actually had two entries exactly. in the category. So, yeah. So, I, think mistake, I yeah. listened to the City of Stars is what won it. And I listened to that song and I was like, I just, that just can't get me ready for a podcast. So right, exactly. I was like, well, Justin Timberlake can't stop the feeling. That's good there. So I went with that. Right. You sure you don't want to play an original score to start the podcast? Well, well, I, I asked our guest here if he had an original score. We'll get to his, his movie-making abilities later on. And the music's not there yet, so that's what we went for. And it's a, it's a guy, it's a buddy of mine who was my manager when I worked at Burkdale Movies years ago. We always had good times building stand-ups and standees and cutting loose and fart jokes and, you know, all that. Yeah, 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 (laughs) jokes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Movie man. I called him Mr. Baker, but he, what's your, go ahead. Oh, Mr. Mr. I know, sorry. (laughs) That's my bad. That's right, my bad. Sorry about that, yeah. No, I I chose the name Movie Man John T. Baker. Okay. Just because I've been in the movie business since... 1989. (laughs) I did both. You did so both. I was okay. And Twinkie. Okay. Crazy, <laughs> and then I became a, a psycho in the cat outfit. Yeah. Okay. That's me. That sounds like you. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> now were those at separate times, or was this like halftime? I got to be the mascot, and the rest of the time I got to oh, get the see, game that, going. That would have never happened. <laughs> that would have never happened. Yeah. It's a good way to give yourself a heart attack. Yeah. But uh, no, much like Danny Glover, I majored in criminal justice as well. Okay. Of course, Danny Glover's making quite a bit more money than me. <laughs> well, hey. He makes movies, I show them. So, there you go. <laughs> well, you know, it completes the cycle. You can't have one without the other. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, but let's get, so you did criminal justice, and then didn't you do some stuff with that for a little bit? And then you just got, what was it, you tell your part, I thought it was like, did you just kind of get beaten down by just seeing... Oh, uh, the system sucks. The system sucks, yeah, yeah. that's it. Um, yeah, I worked with juvenile delinquents for two years. Yeah. And basically, there's just no help for juvenile delinquents. Yeah. It's, it's more management than helping them in any way. Yeah. And 
you know, that's actually where I got this bracelet that I always wear. That's from actually one of my kids. Yeah. I've had that on there since the day he gave it to me. But, wow. wow. Uh, yeah, I got burned out and uh, went back home, which is the hardest thing to do for, mm-hmm. you know, a, a kid that's been out of college. You have to oh, move yeah. back in with mom and dad. So they were like, well, you need to find a job. Yep. <laughs> right. Uh, so I had a buddy that got me into the theater business, started yep. as a popcorn scooping usher guy and That's it. worked my way up to management and now yeah. here I am what 25 26 years later yeah. still doing it so yeah I mean and, and so you started with didn't you start in Greensboro like a two or three theater no I started in Statesville okay mm-hmm. that theater is no longer even there because okay. it's been torn down for the highway expansion in States Vegas <laughs> uh and then, yeah, I transferred to a, the, a, a dollar theater. A oh, nightmare. <laughs> I would love to. A dollar theater. Yeah. What a nightmare. Yeah. Can you imagine Disney giving you a movie for a dollar nowadays? Oh, no, that wouldn't happen. Not yeah. Now. yeah. <laughs> they got to make too much Marvel down. and Star Wars money, man. Exactly. You can't be sure doing that shit for a dollar. No. <laughs> so you were there, and then did you, was it the, was it late movies at the lake? Was that your next stop? So after that, I, well, I guess we probably better not name company names here, but uh, it rhymes with Carmike. Uh, (laughs) It's who I worked for. Gave them 10 years of my life, and they stopped giving me money. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I got into the restaurant business, which I recommend neither one of you ever do. Yep. There. Because it will cause you to go to a bell tower and start randomly picking people <laughs> off. <laughs> but then I found out about Burkdale. Bell tower. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and got on at Burkdale as a manager. Okay. Was there for maybe a year. And Movies at the Lake, which was in Cornelius, yeah. mm-hmm. needed a manager, and I moved up there. Shut that theater down. They moved me back to Burkdale, so I've been there ever since. So, nice. Yeah. yeah. And I got there in Burkdale. I was somewhere similar where. I couldn't find a job. I graduated in May 2011. Couldn't find a job all summer. Our buddy of mine went to high school with Bo. He was still there, and everybody was leaving. All the college slash high school kids were going back to school in the fall. And I was like, I just need something to do. And working in a movie theater seems at least give me, you know, yeah, it's natural. Yeah, exactly. So Bo hired me on and had some good fun in there. I mean, it, it was it was to me at the time being you know 21, 22 it was humbling. As in, because when you're in college, you get a big head. Oh, I'm going to go out and get, and everything's going to go right for you. And then you're kind of like, oh, and then you're working with high school kids. Right. Who are like, it's their first job. And they come in, and they're talking about their crazy parties they went to, and all the underage drinking and stuff. And you're just kind of like, oh, I can't hear this. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, wow, wait till you get to college. Or you're just kind of like, oh, my goodness. It's just, it's, it brings you back down. You know, D swells your head, and you're like, okay. But, I, like I said, met Baker, met a lot of other wonderful people who worked there. And... Scooping popcorn was fun. Selling tickets was fun. And then he finally, Baker finally taught me, like, when we still, we were one of the last theaters who didn't move completely digital, right? Right, yeah. And so, we we still had 35. So, one of the coolest things is being taught how to run the 35 millimeter. It was cool when everything was working. Right. When the shit hit the fan and you've got people throwing popcorn back up and you can hear them down low, then you're like, "Uh oh, yeah, they're booing. You're like, oh my gosh, and you're sweating. And then you finally get it because literally the 35 minutes were cut in half. So you have to get tape and tape it up and, you know, run it all. Start running naked through film because it's piled up in the floor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You got nothing else to do, right? Exactly. So that was was real fun. 
And yeah, we met our other buddy Ralph, who's now working at a beer place. Yeah, right. on Saturday, Ralph came through. That's where I met wow. Ralph. Okay. Was at the movie theater. We both were scooping popcorn and selling tickets. Getting a lot of the backstory. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I mean, then and then I had to leave right around the time. It was a funny <laughs> Wiener Tolson story. <laughs> well, well, That's I, a great segue. I had planned on staying at the at the movies at Burkdale for at least some part time work to right. you know as I started this new job at Speed. And then, you know, something had happened back in November. This is around January. Finally, everything. Basically, what happened was is we were cleaning up one night, and I was going to, th- when we get rid of all of our trash, like that, food trash. So, right. hot dogs that nobody Stuff ordered. Stuff can't keep till tomorrow. Pretzels that would, you know, nobody ordered this and that. You had to put it in a discard pile. And I went to throw a hot dog, and it hit a girl in the face, and she took it completely as the wrong way. I thought it was, you know, sorry. It was a joke. And she went and told somebody, and they had to write me up, and... It went away, and then all right. of a sudden it came back. We gotta let you go, and I was like, "Well, at, at least I have this other job." So it, it sucked that I didn't get to stay around. I didn't get to say my goodbyes or anything. I just kind of—they escorted me out, and that was it. Like really? nobody really knew what happened. It's good to see you again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So wow, you've actually hit puberty since last time. That's amazing. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We built a lot of standees there. Oh, God. That was always. A fun time. Now the standees, what is that? Like the big cardboard displays okay. that you see throughout the theater. Yeah, most people get cardboard cuts, paper yeah. cuts, but standees will cut you to the yeah. bone. Yeah. 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 Wow. I think I still have a photo of you when we did the when the Phantom Menace got re-released. And it was that photo op where you could put your face in oh, the lightsaber. Yeah. And you, I mean, you built that one. and that was. Just, I saw that the other day on yeah. my Facebook yep. memory. Yep. Yeah. And that, that pops. That was fun. a good one. Um, and then, the, like you said, the... As we were talking about before, just the crazy stories of as you're hanging up posters, people are asking if they can get some. Or when the standings are being built, you're in the middle of it and you're starting to sweat and you you can't fit this one piece of triangle cardboard in one. They're like, hey, what are you guys going to do with this when you're done? You're like, I'm stab Anakin Skywalker in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, yeah. And then the best was when people were like, yeah, I came through to pick it up. I'm like, sorry, somebody already got it. And, yeah. You know, but, and, and then the perks you got, you know, free movies. That was always good. Right. Yeah. See, and, and that's like, there's a hierarchy of jobs when you're in high school. Yeah. And the ones that relate to movies are always the best ones because everybody goes to the movies. Yeah. Everybody, you know, your mom wants to go, your aunt wants to go, and you are the guy who holds <laughs> the keys to their entertainment. Yeah. It's, it's a good place to be. I never worked at a theater, but I had friends that did. Yeah. And I had the bright idea to work at Blockbuster after I got out oh, of high school. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, which was similar, actually. Yeah. You know, like, people still look to you the same way. They Everybody, that's, this is, what, 2006, six, seven. Yeah. So Dude, this is back. Give me a big bottle of house, too. This is back when Blockbuster was still going strong, and, um, like, everybody still would come, you know, if you're going home for the weekend, you go pick up a movie so you can have something to watch with your family yeah. because, you know, otherwise you got to talk to them and stuff. Yeah. But, <laughs> so, so, yeah, they, I have plenty of stories of friends that came over by the store while I was, I don't know why, I guess I, I have the voice for it, so they gave me, like, a, at age 18, I was given a shift lead role. And oh, that's, that's... No, no, no yeah. I don't encourage that at all. I was... <laughs> 
I was terrible at it. <laughs> Were you there when it was? I mean, that was it was kind of on the decline, right? Yeah. Well, see, I still vividly remember when someone first talked at like a work meeting about Netflix. And yeah. It was just like, oh, that's weird. Well, because I remember Blockbuster started doing the the mailing yeah. stuff because my dad did that. And it was because it was cheaper than Netflix at the time because they were just trying to compete. Exactly. And they put them in more debt and more debt, and then Netflix just took over. Right. Uh, and then when Redbox came out, it was the death of them. So Blockbuster tried to do the boxes too. But. Yeah, exactly. And they still have some of those. Like yeah. when we went to Cancun for our uh, where we got engaged, we saw <laughs> Blockbuster in the you know just with all Spanish movies just wow. in the middle of the, the town market. It just, you know, it's not like everyone sees this as a novelty either. They just are still using it like it's the 90s. Wow. You're just coming to Blockbuster. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, so, so Baker, do you have any... I know we used to talk about some good stories. What's the wildest thing you've ever seen go on? Because, you know, teenagers get kind of frisky. Oh, see, it's not the teenagers. It's not the teenagers, really? okay? Well, I mean, I did see a cop I went out with a cop one night that was working off duty for us on the weekend. Yeah. And busted this guy about to get some oral pleasure from his girlfriend behind the cardboard dumpster. Oh. Very romantic. Oh. But the best part was he made them both call their parents, and the parents both showed up to talk to the kids. I was front and center for that, laughing my ass (laughs) off. Oh, man. No, it's... uh, Probably the craziest thing I've seen, and it was the same night, actually. Yeah. <laughs> this guy had come out, apparently had had way too much to drink. Yeah. And went ass over tea kettle <laughs> and hit his head on the edge of the counter. Oh, boy. Was sitting up, and he went and sat on the bench, and we went over there to check on him because he was bleeding a little bit. <laughs> Should have been bleeding a lot more because I could see his skull through his forehead. Oh, oh, lovely. I'm like, dude, we need to get you some help. No, I'm okay. No, I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> yeah, we're calling for some staples here. It's, it's yeah. going to be more than a headache tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. But it's the questions that people ask. That okay, fire away. Completely blown away. Fire away. <laughs> Best one I ever had was the first theater I ever started working yeah. at. We, uh, it was during the summer, and we had a big electrical storm, so it knocked all the power off. Yeah. Still early in the afternoon, so we're all sitting outside chilling. Yeah. Because it was hot as balls in the theater because there's no air. (laughs) This guy comes up. Now, mind you, this is Statesville. And uh, he's like, uh, easy easy power on? (laughs) Well, there wasn't a light on in the building. I'm like, well, no, sir. No. Uh, We've had a power outage due to the storm. Come back in about a couple hours. We might be up and running again. Sure enough, he comes back a couple hours later for the 7 o'clock show. It's now dark. Every light in the building is burning brightly. The first question he asks, <laughs> "Is your power back on yet?" <laughs> and I've had people ask me if we sell popcorn. Oh well, well, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember those coming in, or the the ones where it would they come? Out, hey, can you turn theater nine down? It's a little too loud. You know, turn it down. Can you turn it? And the sapers come out. Can you turn it up a little bit? It's a little too soft. And you're like, oh my goodness. So you were just their home theater for that evening. Basically, yeah. I thought some of the craziest stuff, too. Now that we get to talking about it, I was there for one of the Twilight releases. Uh, oh, you talk about finding some stuff. We find, you, oh, you find right. empty beer cans, beer bottles, wine bottles, because they'd sneak it all in and stuff. 
And Apparently, the thing now is cucumbers and fifty shades. I did see oh, that. God. I did see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Was, Why was the kid not wearing gloves? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. like some girl was. Someone left their pickle. Apparently, <laughs> 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 uh, he had to suck his hand in kerosene after that. Yeah, 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 had to. Yeah, pretty much. That and you, like you said, you'd have people buy stuff. I remember people would buy, you know, the boxes of candy, five, six dollars, whatever. And you'd go in there to sweep it and clean it up. And it wouldn't even be open. Exactly. An entire box. So I'd be like, okay, I guess this is mine now because yeah, it's there. Yeah. It's paid for. Yeah. And you'd see, uh, I remember one, one time, I think it was one of the Alvin and the Chipmunks movies. And somebody literally brought, it was, a, you know, right there, the kids' movies, this and that. And they brought in a whole bag of just like Burger King meals. <laughs> and like, you know, as I'm cleaning this thing up, I mean, they just had no regard. They were fries. The little toys were over here. The sodas were spilled. Yeah. I'm like, at least if you're going to bring this shit in, throw it away in a trash can for me at least, you know? Yeah, not going to happen. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So that was always interesting. Sweeping up the theater, you find some, some, you know, every now and then a couple quarters. Yeah. You know? Strangest thing, though? Yeah. I found a hula hoop. Really? Oh, Cleaning up what? after a kid's show. Yeah. And who the hell leaves a hula hoop? That is wow. Who brings a hula hoop? Well, that's an even better thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, how did you sneak a hula hoop into the theater? I've never seen this. I guess we didn't. So, basing off of that, the Oscars were Sunday. There was they a were. huge... Has everybody seen the huge mistake that happened at the yes. very end? <laughs> so does that person get fired? They found out who it was too. Did you Did see they? that story? No, no, no. They found out the guy who was working and supposed to be handing the cards right person mm-hmm. was literally tweeting like everything behind stage. And the moment before, you see him tweeting a photo of uh, what's her name? Emma Stone. Emma Stone, yeah. as she had just won Best Supporting Actress or whatever, or Best Lead Actress or whatever. And he's like, "Congrats, Emma Stone!" But you can kind of see like in his hand, he's holding the card for. Best motion oh, picture, really? right? Best picture, yeah. Best picture. But he was actually holding it for the other one, whatever the other one was that he handed the wrong one for. Right. And he's sitting there tweeting, and then, of course, he handed the wrong one to him, and they opened it up and wow. read it. And... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I think people's reactions were the best. Oh, man. It, yeah. was, it was surreal for a minute. I was just yeah. like, wait, no. Gonna be another Lily White year in the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> Are yeah. they serious? No, like when when the announcement happened, because the guy already said you know his words and gave his yeah. thank yous for the award, and then it was like, oh, and and actually, I want to thank Moonlight because they actually won Best Picture. <laughs> yeah. and, and everybody was just like, eh, yeah, that's yeah. funny. Wait, huh? And then yeah. he's like, no, no, I'm serious. Moonlight won Best Picture. I have the note right here, and then he showed it to the camera, yeah, yeah. and it showed like moonlight. Which best I picture, classy. Yes, yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, clear it up while it's still fresh. You know, yeah. don't don't wait until everyone's like in the bank, and then have to come out and say, yeah. "Hey, can we turn the cameras back on?" Oh, by the way, yeah, this was this was a mix-up. Yeah. Sorry, we'll send them a a letter of condolence or something. Yeah. But, no, yeah. I, and then just all the reactions on social media have been great. Yeah, but I had only seen. <laughs> You know, two of these movies on the list, and I printed out the list of what everybody wanted and stuff. I I, don't, I had only seen The Lion King and Zootopia. I wish there I had. There you go with Lion King. No, no. <laughs> Lion. No, not The Lion, Jungle Book. Jungle <laughs> Book. Okay. Yeah. I had seen, still sorry, Baker told us a Lion King story <laughs> as we were eating dinner before the podcast, and now it's stuck in my head. 
I saw Jungle Book, which won, I think, what, Best... Uh, best Animated, was it? No, 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 no. no. Uh, visual Effects. Oh, yeah. They won Visual which Effects. Which makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, apparently they, like, invented oh, a bunch fantastic. of animatronics for oh, it. No, no, what animatronics? It was all... Computer-generated. Computer yeah, well, they, they invented, like, a bear-type oh, gotcha. thing okay. and stuff that, like, there were a bunch of technical awards that they yeah. showed um, before the Oscars. I said video, because that was, that was a pretty nice movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the showers, right? Yeah. And then I saw Zootopia, which which I thought was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. that's funny. It is. Oh, it's so funny. Is. And they, you can see where they picked the animals to fit the characters as in like the the people at the DMV which lost uh, and and yeah. that was that was that was just fantastic there uh, so and I wish I'd seen more and, and you brought up Corey I have not seen the OJ Simpson uh, 30 for 30 that ESPN did it just I yeah. just hadn't had time right but but Baker what, what was it you said earlier you hadn't really you didn't watch the Oscar right? <laughs> I didn't even watch yeah. to be honest with yeah. you yeah. but you've seen have you seen all these movies or at least 90% uh, you, you know what I I don't typically go for all the high brow stuff just gotcha. because yeah. somebody says yeah. you should see it. Like right. La La Land. See, yeah, yeah. I'm I, 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 kind of the same way on La La Land. Like, people say that, oh, it got nominated for 14 Oscars. It must be amazing. I'm the exact opposite way. Like, yeah. I, I have less desire to see it now because it got nominated for 14 right. Oscars yeah. than I otherwise would have. And it honestly didn't really... When I watched the... Uh, like, well, not the... The preview, the the trailer, the trailer for yeah. it. Sorry, I went blind blank there. It didn't grab me. Like it wasn't something I was like, right. I gotta go see it. Uh, it looked like something my grandparents. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Now, and I appreciate like you know I, I'm a big Moulin Rouge fan. Was that was out? Yeah. It's just it's one That's of those statement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate your bonus. Yeah. I mean, that, I, so I, I can appreciate a good you know right. new school here and there, but hey, that I'm, one just didn't grab. I'm my, the same way. Like singing in the rain was a classic. It, Drew me in from wow. a very young age, okay. but I mean, you know, that was the amazing Gene Kelly and uh, the late uh, Debbie Reynolds. Yeah. So, like, when I heard about La La Land, I was like, oh, that sounds something like something I'd watch, but then I was like, oh, but I don't really want to see Ryan Gosling sing and dance. Yeah. He's not really known for either of those things. I remember remember the Titans, and he wasn't that good. He was not good. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> terrible cornerback. Exactly. Terrible. Yeah, so I, I I had no desire to see La La Land, yeah. and now I'm not gonna see it because it didn't win this yeah. picture. Oh, actually, no. Now Piper, the animated short film that looked that good. one was that the one with the little bird. Um, that was the one with the like. Uh, there was a bunch of visual effects, and it was kind of like claymation. Okay. It looked like. No, I didn't see um, that yeah, I, I didn't so see did it either, see, but I think it's see, on Netflix. So Baker, did you see any of these? Well, let's see. I'm just going through the list here. Yeah. I did see Hidden Figures, which I think is one of the better films yeah. I have seen this year. Yeah. Uh, it was a film with a good message. I did like yeah. that. Of course, like the rest of America, I have seen Rogue One. Of Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to go into that. It was pretty. I'll say that. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's, that's what they're going oh, for. You've got some hot takes we might have to dive into. I <laughs> <laughs> um, heard Arrival was great. Did not get to see which that. Which one was that again? So. Um, that was the, like, uh, aliens. That's right. Yeah, Amy yeah. Adams. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, Fantastic Beasts. Where to find them? I did yep. see that. Thought it was a good continuation of, of the, the Harry story. Potter stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange. 
Did see that. I, I actually just recently watched that. It was, that was a nice departure. Yeah, exactly. Norm, you know? Yeah. Now, it did still leave me with my head a little, like, steam coming off of it. Like, I, I'm not <laughs> certain what exactly just happened, but I'm just glad that Sherlock was in it. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the way my wife kind of liked it. <laughs> yeah, it, that's the movie with Sherlock Holmes in. Right, <laughs> exactly. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, 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 the other guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> no, <a> good one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I missed I missed quite a bit of these, and you know, everybody was talking about how uh, you know Manchester by the Sea seemed like the big one to see. And, right. You know, a lot of times I'll face my movies that I want to see at the theater by what the customers are telling me when they that's come true. out. Yeah, yeah, that's a good and idea. And a lot of stuff don't. I was hearing was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good, but, you know. But, I mean, if you come out of the theater doing cartwheels and you have streamers blowing out of your ass, then, I'll yeah, I'll go in there. If you're yawning when you come out, and it's like, yeah, I'll wait for it to hit Netflix. Right. You know? Yeah, that's true. Now, is there has there ever been, ever been a movie coming off of that that has, like, legitimately like changed your life or your view on the world and that's so speaking of these particular oscars oj made in america okay you know that was the winner for best documentary yeah like all of us lived through the oj sagas but you know me and jacob we were what eight years old when he was riding in the white broncos so once again we could have gone but yeah you know i remembered that it happened and i remembered there being you know two sides to this thing but i didn't really know anything about it i didn't know if he really did it or not i just knew people said he did and the way that they they laid everything out in that in that documentary was amazingly well done it was you know, it was long. It was five parts, so you have to watch it. But you don't have to do it all in one sitting. Yeah. But yeah, so it was like, it just foc- was it focused on his whole life? So it's it's that? broken into pieces. So the first one is like, this is OJ. He's the best athlete in the history of USC, and yeah. you know his early years and his uh, pro career. And then the second one was like. Okay, he's a pro, but it's not working out. Everybody expected him to do so much more, and now he's starting to have problems at the house. And, and I got then, to make Hertz commercial. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But then you know, and then the third one is like, oh, there are rumors about him doing this, and he might have hit her, and people are picking sides. Everybody loves OJ. Black people love OJ. White people love OJ. And then the fourth one is like the trial, and it just starts with. The uh, the call to nine one one and and then it goes through the whole you know the chase basically and and uh, it's it's just the way that they did it was enough to say like I guarantee everybody who watches it is gonna see something that they didn't remember happening yeah. or that they didn't know about like yeah. you know like it even sounds like the court case but yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. so yeah like the even they even explained the the glove. And, like, basically both sides knew about the glove, but the defense was never going to bring up the glove because they knew, like, this is incriminating, but it's also a glove from whatever day, and OJ has arthritis in his hands. So they're like, just don't take your arthritis medicine, and your hands will be so much bigger. And that was, like, the smoking gun of the case. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... I, Still encourage everybody to watch it. It's another movie how you, 
where you know how it's gonna end yeah. before you even start it, but it's it's well worth the watch. Yeah, yeah right. cause you'll learn something and it's yeah, yeah, it's right. well done. All right. How about you? You ever had a movie just completely change your outlook on life or I, I, I heard this question asked in one of the uh, other podcasts I listened to, and I was kind of just like, oh, that's interesting. I don't know if there's ever, ever been anything that's just kind of completely changed my outlook. I'm never really that serious all the time anyway, too. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. I mean, I never hear you laugh much. But, <laughs> you know. Not once. Yeah, you're kind of like an insurance salesman. You know? That's you're it. Very, very dry. Very dry, very serious. No fun had to be had at all. Um. That's a good question. I don't know that I've ever had a movie that's changed my life. Yeah. Uh, I've got a movie that impressed me enough that made me fall in love with the director's work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that would be The Shining by Stanley okay. Kubrick. Okay. Uh, just thought he was genius at what he did. Yeah. Nice. And, you know, he, I'm sure, gave Stephen King stomach ulcers when he did what he did to The Shining, but yeah. <laughs> it's his his take on it was brilliant. Yeah, I thought. Now, so so going off that, you've got a little movie project you're working on, right? So break that down. You and Brad uh, Lambert, yeah. and you guys worked at the movie theater too. Yep. Way before I, uh, he he was there way before I did, and now he's in Los Angeles. He's out. Yep. Yeah. So just, works for Warner Brothers. Works for Warner Brothers. So just yeah. break down how this started. You know, I know you were writing a screenplay, and what's the what's the plan with that? Oh man, that's a full plate of questions. Well, here we go. Fire away. So, yeah, the the movie that you were talking about that Brad and I got involved with is called Rock Paper Dead. Okay, Uh, it's a horror film. All right, Um, and that whole ball got started rolling. I want to say it was probably probably like last, probably early part of June of last year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, was reading an article online uh, where they were interviewing Victor Miller who wrote the original screenplay for Friday the 13th and I'm fortunate enough to have been friends with him for quite a few years. Because you go to a lot of the horror films and right. horror, yeah. horror film conventions and conventions. stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was actually at his very first one and okay. we just kind of clicked. Yeah. Uh, so we stayed in touch, and so I'm reading this article. They were interviewing him, asking him about it. And, you know, the screenplay was done. Uh, he and his co-writer, Carrie Fleming. If Carrie is going to listen to this, I had to plug your name. There you <laughs> go. Uh, but, you know, it was finished. They had all the talent involved signed into it. He just couldn't find funding. So I said, well, you know, I've got Victor's number. Let me just give him a call. So I call him. I'm like, Victor, um, got a pretty good friend of mine that works at Warner Brothers out in L.A. He has some pretty solid connections. Do you want me to see what he can do with this? See if we can find you some financing for this movie. He's like, sure. I mean, if something happens, we'll take care of you. I'm like, wasn't really looking for that. I just wanted help. Yeah. And so it was, I don't know, maybe three, four weeks later. I get a call from Brad, and it was during a busy show set, so I couldn't answer it. So I'm listening to the message, and he's like, Hey, give me a call. Click. Hangs up. I'm like, I call him back. Okay, so what's the matter? What's the big deal? Yeah. Well, I spoke with Amy Williams, who's a producer. Yeah. She managed to put together $2.2 million to get this film made. Wow. And 
Victor and I want to know when you can get out here to LA to visit the set and hang out with us. Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. So I ended up being able to go out. It was, uh, I think it was the first week in September was their last, their final week of shooting. And, uh, that was a really, really amazing trip. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cause I get to hang out with Victor, which was nice, but, uh, got to meet Michael Madsen. Okay. Which the surreal, surreal point of that was, you know, you could have told me a year ago, Hey, did you realize you're going to be sitting talking to Michael Madsen about character development? Now, now for, for anybody who doesn't know, who is Michael Madsen? Uh, the best, I don't want to mention Free Willy because I just wasn't a fan. <laughs> if you like Quentin Tarantino, okay, okay, he would be the actor who cuts off the policeman's ear in Reservoir Dogs. Okay. That's uh, Michael Madsen. Okay. Uh, just solid down to earth guy. Nice. Uh, also got to meet, uh, Maureen McCormick. I'm really throwing this name way out there because there's, you guys are way too young for this, mm-hmm. but. She played Marsha Brady on the original Brady Bunch. Okay, I recognize Marie McCormick. Okay, yeah. Okay. Another sweetheart. Yeah. I know her face. Yeah. I and her if I saw it now. She is 60 years old and looks my age. I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. No plastic surgery either. Yeah. I mean, nice. she looks good. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Right. That's right. Yeah. And my wife warned that me ahead of time, do not say that while you're out there. <laughs> That's true. Fair. Yeah. She will think you're an asshole. So. <laughs> I'm sure um, she's never heard that outside. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so anyway. Did you get her to sign a football for you? Uh, how funny. That would be yeah. fantastic. Mm-hmm. How funny. That's what I, I would have went to like a, a sporting store, sort of like, hey, can you maybe, I'm sorry. After you get to know her, though. Like, I wouldn't have come right. up to her the first time. Yeah. I would have been like, after you like met her, like, you, you got to judge the situation. Correct. Hey, you know, like, I've got a funny guy. Like, you can just blame him like your brother or something, even though I have a brother. Yeah. They had a brother who just, you know, loved that episode. It'd be a great <laughs> Christmas present if you could sign this football for him and he'd just make his Christmas, you know? And then she punches me in the nuts and we call it a day. Even a better story. Do what makes the best story, man. Yeah, hey, that's a story. She, Marsha kicked me in the balls. That's funny. You can tell that till forever, and it'd be great. So, next no, time. No, but Brad and I did get to, uh, we had a good story from Michael Madsen. We were, uh, we just finished eating dinner because, you know, they cater on the set so yeah. they feed everybody, so... I mean, I was nobody special, but hell, it was free food. Why not? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. But so Michael Madsen was standing there talking to us, and uh, he was talking about at one time when he was up in Canada shooting a film, and it was during the same time that Pacino was up there filming uh, Insomnia with Robin Williams. And so Michael Madsen and Pacino's assistant are talking down the lobby of the hotel, and... uh, Madsen says, you know, I really wish I could go home this weekend, but, you know, I don't have the money to just up and buy a plane ticket and fly back to L.A. for the weekend. Yeah. He says, you know what? Al's going back this weekend with me to L.A. You can just ride with us. I'll just have him call you later. Michael didn't think anything of it. just goes up to his hotel room. He gets a phone call, picks it up, and it was Al Pacino. He's like, Michael, it's Al. I got a plane. Michael's like, okay, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> you do. So. He's like, no, he wants you to fly with us. So 
Anyway, he ended up getting on the plane with him, but it was interesting because he said, you know, just because we're actors doesn't necessarily mean we have cash right. on hand just to drop for a plane ticket like it's that. It's fair, so, yeah, yeah. That's true. It was interesting. Yeah. A lot of people stuff. don't think about So where where's the movie at now? What stage are are they filming? Or are they No, it is no. finished. It is Oh it's finished, okay. It's, so I, I think they're doing the final uh edits and stuff. Uh hopefully see a trailer coming out soon for it. Okay. Uh, the uh projected time I think they're looking at is probably October would be ideal for the movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, right. Halloween. And a big, is it going to be a national release? Is it going to be limited theater? What's the... That is certainly what we're shooting for. With gotcha. The theatrical release. Yeah. Uh, and the thing I did leave out is uh, not only did Victor write it, but Tom Holland directed it. Uh, Tom Holland uh, is the guy who directed the original Child's Play. <laughs> Ooh, okay. And Fright Night. Okay. That's awesome. So... The movie kept me up most of my childhood. Oh, and he is a super nice guy, too. really is. So, yeah. But I would think it's not going to have a problem selling to a yeah. company when you have big horror names attached to it like that. Right. Yeah, you know, exactly. Oh, and I also met uh, Quentin Aaron. Okay. Played yes. Big Mike in The Blind Side. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I've seen your pictures on that, yeah. And okay. he, I'm 6'2", and he made me feel like a toddler. Yeah. Uh, he's a big fella. <laughs> But he's a teddy bear. Really? Nicest guy you'd ever meet. Yeah. Really. Is. Yeah. That's what okay. usually happens when people are that massive because they know that they're that massive. Well, it's so either one or the other. Yeah. It's either they're a major dick and right. they're just going to treat you like trash or right. they're super nice because they've been treated like trash because they're so exactly. big. People are always scared of them. Like, no, no, no. I, I want some genuine relationships here. I don't want you to be scared of me. Right. Like, they bruised yeah, the super like, nice small guy. animal yeah. when they tried to pick it up before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And the, uh, I guess the other thing that uh, I found really interesting is another one of the gentlemen I met out there, he was the uh, stunt coordinator on the film, and uh, his name's Carl Trifolia. Char- what? That's a mouthful. I have uh, a yeah, Charpolio. <laughs> Carl Charpolio. Uh, another really great guy. has a ton of stories from Hollywood. Um uh, but the thing that's interesting about him is, I don't know if any of you guys have ever seen the original movie for the Fantastic Four that Roger Corman was involved wow. in. What year did it come out? Oh, it was... Not the 2000 not, one. Not, not, not Jessica Alba. This is before <laughs> Jessica Alba. Wow. No, I haven't seen no, that one. I haven't seen it. It's a hard to find one because it's one of those that you can find on the table at convention. Right. Yeah. For like a dollar. <laughs> but he actually played the thing. Okay. And, uh, okay. Fantastic Four, so that was pretty interesting. Okay. Nice. But yeah, I've really made some really nice connections and friendships out yeah. there. Yeah. So. so what's the plan after this movie? Are you still going to keep writing? You're still trying to hook some stuff well, up? Well, see, now, I didn't have anything to do with writing this one. Oh, okay. Uh, I just helped him find You just kind of helped be the middleman right there. For there this you one. go. That's a good okay. way to put it. Right. So you get like an executive producer credit or... You know, I wasn't even going to push that. Yes. I, that's one of the things I did notice when I was out there. There is, there are egos aplenty. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And as well, there have to be, you know. We, we can talk about that <laughs> off the podcast. <laughs> okay. sure. right. Don't want to burn any bridges. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah, that's I'm right. Now, I, say, I went out to L.A. They flew me out there a couple years ago with my job because we have a studio out there. And um, 
we it was just it's a different lifestyle. It is you know they're fast paced. They're always moving. True, and and it is very expensive. Very very <laughs> also expensive. very true. Yeah. And and my you know like I said my one of my favorite stories <coughs> running into people that you know on sets and stuff. So in the Fox lot, it's huge. I mean they're shooting movies. They've got Fox Sports on there, Big Fox, you know all that. So I'm walking. And walking around, all of a sudden, and a little fun fact, I didn't realize that Modern Family is a Fox show, but they sell it to ABC. So they shoot on Fox property. <clears throat> so I'm walking by, and we had gotten a tour earlier from one of my coworkers. They brought us around on a golf cart and showed us everything. They were like, yeah, that's where Modern Family's shooting, and they told us all the status. Like, oh, that's cool. And they're like, yeah, they should be shooting later on today. So I was up there. There was no work for me really to do because all the computers were taken. I was like, you know what? I'm going to stroll over to the gift shop, take a walk, walk around this place, sneak in some back doors, check some <laughs> stuff out, start walking. Well, I walked by the trailers of the Modern Family set, and literally, golf cart comes pulling up. Sofia Vergara is right there. Wow. And she walks up and it's like, whoa. And she is as beautiful as they see her on TV, right. you know? <laughs> then the next one, I keep walking, and there's Ed O'Neill, literally, in boxer shorts, and an under tee. And we make eye contact. And it's just one of those, like, I just saw this man in his underwear. And it was just kind of like a, all right. And I just kept on moving. Because I was like, all right. We stared at each other for a while. And just kind of just, just went on my merry way. But they got the barn door wet. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that was what door. Yeah. So that was, you know, and then seeing, like, uh, the house. I guess there's a little house they have on there where all the Simpsons, like, the guys write all the episodes and stuff. And that was cool to see. And, you know, seeing different movie props. It's just wild to think, like the um, the wide shot of the TV series Bones, where they're always eating in that little restaurant. There's that little like you can see it in some of their standard shows, just like a little strip of like a little city that they always use as a, a static shot and stuff is there. So that was cool, but yeah, just being out, it's a different lifestyle. You it gotta is. want, you gotta want to be out there, and and hope you're doing well. Because if not, it'll beat you down. Nice, and that's the funny thing I noticed. I was telling somebody. Uh, when I came back, that it didn't matter where you went out there, convenience store, you could go to a bowling alley, you could go to a greasy gas station. Mm-hmm. Everybody, and I mean everybody, shit, I'm, I'm surprised the homeless people. Yeah. Everybody has white teeth. <laughs> white, <laughs> yeah. perfect teeth, like so, white, like typing paper. Like white. the opposite uh-huh. of going to England. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's some red, there, there's real bad drill work going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, that's what. So you got any other pro- like? I know you. I thought I saw you write talking about you doing a screenplay, right? Are you still writing on that? You, I am. You looked I a little am. little downtrodden there when I said that. Are you no, 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 no. Um, so that was a motivator for me. Okay. Because yeah. I've had an idea in my head for well over 20 years for an action movie of all things. Wow, okay, yeah, that's interesting. Because horror is more in my bag. Yeah. Those ideas are still stuck back here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Along with probably the cure for cancer. And right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but uh, no, it's, uh, it's a screenplay I'm working on for an action movie. Uh, and the working title right now is called In the Dark. Okay. Uh, and without giving too much away, I would say it's a... It's a kidnap film uh, where the main hero's daughter, she's probably seven, eight years old, gets taken off the platform in a New York City subway by a couple of homeless guys, and they run off down the subway tunnel with her. Oh, wow. So the film follows our hero going into the tunnel trying to find his daughter, 
And I think it's it's definitely going to be violent. It's definitely going to be yeah. rated R. Yeah. Because that's just me. Yeah. Um, but probably has one of the most original kill scenes I think you'll ever see. Okay. If this film ever sees the light of day. Okay. You'll be impressed, I think. All right. Awesome. All right. Look forward to it. Uh, yeah, like I said I, I, you know, you brought up in October Rock Paper Dead, correct? Yes. So we'll definitely have to go ahead and schedule you, you, and to come back out at least sometimes close to it debuting to pu- plug it again and pump it up because it sounds, you know, I'm not a big horror guy, but I like supporting friends and family who are doing stuff, and I'll check it out. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm huge in horror. I say um, we do a Halloween special, man. Oh, we, hey, I actually, it's, yeah. it's funny you say that. We could definitely do a Halloween special. This past year's Halloween special was quite the memorable one. Yeah, but, um, yeah, that, that, that'll definitely... So you don't, you, you don't have a favorite horror film? I do, actually. I enjoy the first Halloween yeah, I I, 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 I did not. Like I said I did. I wasn't big into. I'm still not really big into horror. But in college, it was like my freshman year, and it was like the day of Halloween. It, it, not the day. It was Halloween day, and I guess it was the AMC runs the Halloween movies twenty four seven from you know midnight on to midnight, and I just remember there. I left my TV on all day, and I would go to class and come back, and two would be on, then three or whatever would be on. I just kind of remember watching one the most, and it kind of drew me in just with that suspense. And then the first part where he he's mashing after he breaks out the first time, he's mashing those guys' heads together and breaking out and stuff. Was just like, oh, okay, this guy means business. And And interesting thing about Halloween, there's no blood. Oh yeah, it's rated R. Yeah, because PGH souls shows your titties, but that's true. But there's no blood. Yeah. Okay, no yeah. blood, but yeah, it's still a horrifying. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, especially at the beginning with a kid, it's just the right. Crazy. Oh my god, from his perspective, yeah, too. he's crazy, yeah. man. It's just like, Very oh, creepy. I, I, yeah, I grew I mean, up with some psychos in school before, right. yeah. But yeah, a lot of big stars got their start in horror movies. Yeah. You know, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp in yeah. Friday or not Friday Thirteenth, but on Elm exactly yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. Kevin Bacon, uh, Friday Thirteenth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, he was a camp counselor, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that remake came out when I was working with you too. <laughs> Did it really? Yeah, I think. Well, I think that was it, right? Yeah, that's right. He came. I think out. you watched it with me. Actually, it might have been. Yeah. Was no. that the Rob Zombie one? No, that was Halloween. That was Halloween. He did Halloween. Oh, yeah, I don't remember Halloween. who directed the remake of Friday the 13th. I can't remember. Yeah. Well, how about you then? Uh, favorite? favorite? The one that I remember the most and just kind of harken back to whenever anyone says favorite horror movie is The Descent. Ah, now, if, if everybody doesn't remember, the, the Descent was a movie about like this group of girls that... Every year they go in a cave and just go exploring. And one year they go in this unexplored one that's unmapped. No one's ever been in there. And the way that they came in gets blocked. So they just got to find their way through complete pitch darkness. So a situation you could see yourself in is what makes you even <laughs> Not at all. I would, well, I would <laughs> be like, yeah, be like, yeah, that's a nice looking cave. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Take a picture. Let's yeah, yeah. Like, the way that they make you feel uncomfortable the whole movie. Like, yeah, that was a very yeah, good movie. Yeah, it was very well done. That's one that I'm, 
Yeah. It, absolutely. Yeah. That's one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. Okay. It was one of those that you see once, and it's like, I get it. I don't need to see it again. I know everything I need to know about this, and I'm terrified. Boy, <laughs> catching the spike in the leg from her other friend for exactly. killing the other one. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was... Not giving anything away. Spoilers! <laughs> Captain spoiler. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. before we move on to oh, the... Oh, wait, but what was your favorite? Oh, yeah. Was, was it The Shining? Oh, The Shining. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, I, guess, I guess we did. The Shining, yeah. 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 Okay, before we move on to The Notebook, and I'll break that down in a second, what was, would be your, your worst, not even that worst movie of all time that you've <laughs> sat down and watched and sat through? Because you have to... Didn't you have to screen a lot of movies, too, when we did 35mm to make sure there were no errors and stuff, yeah. right? So you yeah. watched now a lot of movies. the thing of the past. past yeah. You know, it would... Uh, for the longest time, uh, probably the worst film I'd ever seen was River of Death, which that was Michael. Sounds bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Starring Michael Dudikoff, who was big in the American Ninja movies. So it was that movie for a while. And then. <laughs> he got it, ousted. It got ousted by a movie called The Core. Oh, they had to travel down to the center of the earth, yeah. right? And the big stainless steel, steel deal. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That was terrible. And then Cabin Fever came along. Oh, I think I might have happened. seen that one. Yeah. <laughs> and so many people argue that fact with me, but I thought Cabin no, Fever no. was the biggest train wreck. Yeah. That was okay. terrible. Spoilers, whatever. No, right. let him fly. Is that the one that ends with, like, it's a digital room or something? Wait, may, okay, maybe I'm thinking of something else. Yeah. <laughs> this is a flesh-eating virus movie. Yeah. Uh, okay, no. What am I thinking? Now, have you seen Get Out yet? Brilliant movie. That's what Brilliant. I, I've seen the Rotten Tomatoes, and it was at 100%, and then some jackass moved it down. The, the, same, jackass, it, yeah. the same jackass who took Toy Story 3 and moved it from 100% to 98% is the same one who did the Get Out one. Okay. But that, and that, yeah. like, I think it's just wild, which I guess it goes to the adage of, you know, Jordan Peele, one of the funniest comedians I know right now is, yeah. is out there creating a horror flick, but it it goes back to me like you know Robin Williams. Some of the funniest well, people exactly. have some of the darkest stuff inside. Right, that's why they become comedians. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Murder Booth's a great film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, uh, Get Out's a great film. Yeah, uh, I think when you find out the gist of what's going on in that movie. You may be mildly disappointed, but he's done yeah. such a good job at writing that story yeah. and directing it. That's, it's that's just what a lot of people to the side, yeah. and you don't care about it. It freaked me out just watching the trailer. I was like, yeah. well, it made me uneasy, which I guess that's what he meant to do, is make you, you know, get squirmy in your seat. So right. He did his Well, I mean, he, makes the, he, he makes it so that you actually feel uncomfortable for the black guy being around all the white folks. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah, he wanted to make sure racism in America, he's yeah. calling it out right, right. now. He doesn't. He doesn't the, no, and you can, you can yeah. tell just watching Key and Peele that like, there is some actual thought behind this. This isn't just yeah. you know fart jokes. And, yeah. I mean, although the fart jokes are good. I but, love a yeah, good fart like, joke. <laughs> I do love a good fart joke. No, there's nothing wrong with a good fart joke. But every now and again, you got to shit in their pants. Is yeah, some, sometimes you got to make people think a little bit more. That's true. Too, so. You know, I fart smell, right? Why is that? So deaf people can enjoy them too. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. So for anybody who has not listened before, I know I, Baker. I like to think you've got like a little cult following because you used to do those Facebook videos. Where am I in Statesville? Or photos you used yeah, to do. Yeah. And you have like you have a good. 
Facebook social media following, I gotta say, like you've got your your, your core fans. I'm fortunate. Yeah, you are, yeah, exactly. Even though you're in Statesville, they 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 love you out there. You're king, right? <laughs> uh, I, 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 I was thinking more of the village idiot. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, you said it, you said it, not me. I think one's more popular than the other. That's so, true. Yeah, <laughs> I figure everybody has to like. So if you're, exactly. if you're still sitting around and and you know you're you're of Baker's clan there. We do this thing, it's, it's called The Notebook, and it started from us sitting down in this basement where we record and just kind of having a few drinks, cut loose, and coming up with funny questions that you would ask at the lunch table or with hanging with your friends. And, and these topless waitresses are nice. They, hey, they come here once a month. You got here on the special last February, I mean last day in February, so you're yeah. good. So we always let our guest pick. He'll pick a question, and then uh, we'll all answer it, and then after the podcast, he'll put a question in there. So then somebody will then ask that further on down the line. But while he's doing that, I forgot to say, the notebook is sponsored by our triple whammy sauce, which Baker will be leaving with a free sample today. Uh, it's by our buddy Tyler. Uh, yeah, Tyler yeah. Frazier, he's got a company that makes three sauces. Who I got to meet this past weekend. You did, you finally met Tyler. <laughs> he's in Mardi Gras right now. Oh, really? Yeah. So you, if you go on his website and you type in the Beards Watch, all is one word, you get 25% off your order. And he's got three sauces, the honey mustard sauce, a sweet heat, and a all-purpose. And they are fantastic, however you like to enjoy your sauces. But that's it. And then next week, we're going to start our fantasy survivor game. If anybody wants to jump in, we've got some crazy rules going there. But it's uh, going to be a good little time as the survivor season starts next Wednesday. Okay, I was wondering. So that's why. This is the off season for a lot of things. It is, so. it is, but it start it fires back up. We got about eight people jumping in. So Alright. So yeah. Uh, this is a tough pick because there's some funny questions. <laughs> oh yeah. Now make sure you gotta choose one that's not checked. Oh, you gotta choose one that's yeah. gonna make it a lot easier. Yeah, right. so maybe, yeah. All right. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Now I know how this works. Yeah. Okay. Holy bay. While we're looking, did yeah. you did you watch Walking Dead this past? I did watch Walking Dead. Yeah? I, I, uh, what have you thought about the last couple of episodes? Uh, first episode back, I was glad that they moved quick. Yeah. Let's move let's progress the storyline. And now they've slowed it down. Like this past episode, I, I appreciate it for the fact that we have something new. But it just, how many times do we have to have Negan ask, who am I? Right. We know he's yeah. Negan. And it just kind of moved so slow, and it was at a, uh, I mean, I liked they finally, you know, we finally found out who, spoilers for anybody who watched The Walking Dead, who finally who let uh, Daryl out. So right. that was cool. And then, old, you know, uh, they set him up. Dwight set, Dwight set, set yeah. up the dot so he wouldn't, you know. And, uh, and it looks like possibly Eugene and Dwight will work together to, to figure out how to spoil Negan's plans. Really? I actually got the ultimate really? uh, impression. I thought, like, Dwight might work against Negan, but... Eugene seems to be all in. Like I think he's doing that because after he told him the doctor story, he walked away with a smile on his face. Yeah, but he's if you the remember, survivor. He he did the same thing when yeah. he uh, when they like when he when they were supposed to be taking him to Washington to yeah. fix this whole thing, and then they were like, "Oh no, we can't go." I, and then he walked I looked at as he's the ultimate pansy survivor. Yeah. He's going to say whatever you want him to say so he can stay alive and he doesn't die. Yeah, true. But he, they could write his character as a whole different thing, and he turns his back on, on Rick and them, and, and, but he's going to be making bullets. So. Yeah. But you got one? I do. All right, what is it? So apparently this is from uh, James Yams. Oh, yeah, Yams. Okay, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So 
Uh, Yams. Yep, Yams, that's it. Asks, <laughs> if you had to listen to one song for the rest of your life, what would it be? Ooh, that's good. That one, that one jumped out at me because yeah. I actually do have one that I could listen to. All right, what yeah. is it? I would be Reeling in the Years by Steely Dan. Nice. Absolutely one of my favorite songs ever made. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Steely Dan has some good songs. There's so many. I appreciate good guitars. So yeah. Like. And Walter Becker is a hell of a guitarist. Yeah. Trust me. So here, we'll let you, you can check that one off. Oh, okay. Right. I'll give you the pen. Well, you can write one last after the fact. Oh, I yeah. have to write one. Yeah, yeah, well, you can do that after once we, we stop that. All right. Um, you got yours? Do you have yours? Because I... I Everybody, That's a great question. That is a good no, question. No, I'm no, surprised it's, it la- it's lasted for about a month. It, it's been there for a while, but I'm glad somebody finally asked it. If there's one, I guess it would be the one song. I'm a big Eric Church fan. Everybody always gives me hell because I never answer the question one at a time. I always give like four or five answers because I'm just like that. But I'm trying, I've been trying to be focused on just the, <laughs> the question that'd be. If it's, one que- if it's one song, I think it would be Eric Church... Uh, Love Your Love the Most. That one's just been my jam. It's the song my wife and I danced to at our wedding. So that would be it. That's that'd be it. Okay. Good answer. So mine actually kind of along the the Steely Dan line, my favorite song actually doesn't have any words. It's a song called Maggot Brain by Funkadelic. Funkadelic. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And um there was an episode of House actually where he played a little bit of it. And it's just like, we'll have to intro with it one day, but it's yeah, just definitely. one of the most, like, emotive guitarists, you know. It, it's just a, a full emotional experience. It's, like, seven minutes long, but, yeah, if, if anyone ever asks for, like, give me a sample of your music collection, that's the song I play for them. All right, man, man. You can't yeah, go wrong with that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's, that's good. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll play it for you. I promise. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're running here. We're at fifty-seven. You know, you got any? I guess you got anything else you like to throw out? I mean, uh, well, let's see. Anything <laughs> that you got on your chest you want to throw out? You know, questions or? Well, you know my feelings on most things. So I yeah. guess if I had to leave everybody that's going to listen to this with a message, it would be: uh, don't be shitty to people. Just be nice. Right. That is good. Make people laugh. It's easier to laugh than it is to cry. Yeah. yeah. No, wait. Yeah. I actually, before, I just remembered, you got a new tattoo today. Oh, right? Really? Before I you did. came over here. I did. What is the meaning? Of, I saw the picture, and maybe we'll even share it on our Facebook. What's the meaning of that tattoo? Because like, it looks like a, it reminds me of a Rocket Man face a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the 70s, yeah. uh, there was a martial arts movie studio called Shaw Brothers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Run Run Shaw was the dad. He actually just passed away a few years ago. He was over 100 years old now. Okay. Uh, but they did a movie called Inframan. Okay. Uh, which I'm assuming was kind of their answer to Ultraman, if you've yeah. ever seen those TV shows. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's just a tattoo of him in front of the Shaw Brothers logo, shooting his laser beam out of his hand, because... I was a big fan of the Shaw Brothers movies, and that's probably one of my favorite ones. Okay. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Along nice. that line, do you have any tattoos? I do not. I have okay. not found anything yeah, that was gonna be in, my question. important enough in my life that has merited me to put on yeah. tattoo. And I just never really thought I had like the body for it, per se. 
Like, like I've seen. I, I know. I know. That's, that's just some. yeah. I know. That's, that's, that's just me personally. Like when I was in college and I was in a fraternity, a lot of the fraternity brothers would get our our letters like on their bicep. Well. I never really had the guns, so I just was like, ah. Or they'd be like on their shoulder blade in their back, and I don't know. Then I just was always like, I love my fraternity when I was in it, but I just, what if somebody did something like, you know, the right. fraternity it's, situation it's, or exactly. something? And it's I was like, I didn't, well, yeah, I didn't want, not that I would still be, you know, if it didn't happen at our college, I just didn't want people to be always asking, oh, you yeah. did this and this. Um, so that's why, and I, you know, I'm big in the sport. I just haven't found anything that's wanted to, I've wanted to put on my body that, Yet, not I'm not against them. Right. I have you know I I, I enjoy people because I'm asking people, hey, what does that mean? And either they're like, oh, it's just when I was drunk or stupid one time, or you got right. a meeting behind yours. Now I'm covered, you know. Yeah, yeah. and you got yours where you're like, hey, I really love this movie, and you get them on. So that's right. how about yourself? Have you no, got one yet? I still don't have any. Um, yeah. I'm the same way. I'm basically like I. You know, I like a lot of things, but yeah. I don't really love a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. 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 You don't want to be on the couch tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. Well, see, like, if this was Memento and I thought I would forget my fiance's name, then, yeah, I'd probably get that yeah. tattoo. But, you know, in the meantime, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, like you said, it, stuff changes over time. Yeah. Your opinion of stuff yeah. changes. I don't know. It it might be something from like a favorite movie or, or something from like Pulp Fiction. I don't know. Yeah, that's another brilliant. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So maybe that's what I'd lean towards if I had to get something. Okay. Big. Yeah. I, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just you know, <laughs> something I mean, that can't change anymore. Yeah. Like something well, see, that's that happened I, and it's over. So, so good example, like you know. Panthers fan, big Panthers fan. Well, if you got the old logo, now they got the new logo. What's the old logo? Right. So something, true. but it's just one of those things where. I don't know. Again, yeah. and then I don't. It just hasn't. I don't know if I want. I just wear a t-shirt and I'll be good. There you go. You know? <laughs> but hey, until then, I, I have no problem with that. Yeah, right on. You keep getting more and more ink over there. So I know. I know. I'm like the illustrated man over here. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll send it off. We'll do our social medias. So how can people find you, Movie Man? Uh, movie Man. M O V E E. Yeah. M A N. Okay. John T. Baker on Facebook, All right. Instagram. All right. Okay. And you have no Twitter, correct? No. Okay. No. I look for you. You see no tweets from me. Okay. I'll still tag. I tag you as Movie Man T. Baker, but there's nothing really to tag you. It's just I use that as your name. No, so. I, I figure everybody's enjoying hearing the uh, Oompa Loompa that's in the White House <laughs> tweeting right now. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. I yeah. can't talk that funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then you miss the Bush days, doesn't it? <laughs> I know. I know. I would rather I would rather have a Bush than an orange. That's true. <laughs> there we go. All right, and of course I'm Corey Webster, Facebook, uh, CJ Web, Instagram, and Corey Meets World, no O in World on Twitter. And you just followed me like a week ago. Hey, I'm Twitter. sorry. I, you hadn't earned my <laughs> follows. Finally, you're finally getting more involved in Twitter. And I, it's yeah. very nice now. Yeah, it's a good way to get news. That's, it, that's, that was, that's why I use it. Yeah, yeah honestly, now. like I heard about the the Oscars last night on Twitter because I'd already changed the channel. After. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. Yeah. So for us, the Beards Watch, we are on, obviously, SoundCloud or iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow. Just did today. If you do it today, it'll automatically right. update your phone like uh, when, when a new episode's loaded. And then on Instagram, the Beards Watch. Twitter, the Beards Watch. Facebook, the Beards Watch Podcast. Like, 
comment, rate. And again, I always people throw questions down if you want us to ask or to put questions in the notebook. It always works out. And then for me, it's J Roll Nation on Twitter and Instagram, and then on Facebook, Jacob Rowland. And if if that's it, we'll, we'll send it out with the Sue sounds of Justin Timberlake <laughs> from the Trolls movie. Did you watch that movie? Uh, no. He did not. No, I was good. I was I, good that day. I was good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Here we go. And, and, and what'd you say again? Let's end that on, on your kind words you had. Uh, don't be shitty to people. Right? <laughs> be good. <laughs> I can't stop 